Welcome to Your Work, Your Way. This is the podcast where you learn to get in touch with your inner CEO with soul. Learn to take charge of your career. Learn to show up with confidence in a way that is aligned with who you really are. I'm your host, Lisa Filia, Masters in Psychology, Certified Life Coach, Expert Career Confidence Coach, and Founder of Believe C. Let's dive in. For those of you who don't just want a job, you want a thriving career. This episode is for you. Because here's the thing, every single one of us can have a thriving career, a career that lights us up, a place to go where we can grow, be ourselves, and expand beyond what we believe is maybe even possible for us. We can thrive in our careers. And this is important for us to know because it means we can stop feeling like we're stuck in a dead end job. We can stop feeling like a nine to five is something we have to do and not something that can actually be what we want to do. And this doesn't mean there's going to be a job where every day feels amazing and it's never going to feel like work again because life itself is work. Getting up out of bed, finding food, like sometimes that in itself just feels like work. So we're not trying to put on an illusion that everything's just going to be fine and dandy once you have a thriving career and you'll never feel annoyed or upset again. That's just not the case. That's not what we're talking about because we are talking about having a thriving career as a human in this human experience. But what I do want to share with you is when you have a career that is thriving, it means you get to go to work and feel connected to you. And it means you get to use your work as your means to expand and grow, as opposed to it just feeling like something you're stuck in. And so that is what this episode today is all about. And by the end of the episode, you'll have specific steps for how to create that thriving career. Before we go into those steps, though, I want to do our work win. And this week, I am celebrating a client that is in my group coaching program. For those of you who don't know, my soul-filled self-confidence group coaching program just started. We had our first live call. And on this call, we were all about reconnecting to that soul inside, that intuition, that higher self, that spirit that each of us have within ourselves and connecting to it in order to get clearer on our wants, on our desires and our next steps for our careers and our life. So we're on this call and this client that I want to celebrate today, she comes on to the call and she says, okay, I want to reconnect with my intuition. And I used to have a strong connection with my intuition, but I betrayed it. I stopped doing what it told me to do. I didn't listen. I didn't follow its cues. So it went silent. And now I don't know if I'll ever be able to hear it again. And so that is how she came onto the call and what she was wanting help with. That was her question. How can I reconnect with me? Is it even possible? Through working together in that session. She was able to re-tap in to that intuition. And not only to reconnect with it, she was able to 
ask it how she can continue to connect with it. She was able to get guidance from it, to know it was always there, to hear how she can continue to go to it for advice. So for any of you out there, whether you know you were once connected to yourself and now you feel like you can't access it, or whether you feel like you've always been detached and never really been able to connect with you, let this be a sign that we each have this intuition inside and we can connect to it, even if it feels like there's nothing there, even if it feels silent. You have the ability to hear you at that deeper level to connect with the soul inside. Coaching can help you with this. This is what I help my clients with, and my group coaching program has already started, so you're not able to join that at this time, but I do have one-on-one coaching spots still available. So if you are ready to connect to your soul-filled self-confidence and use that to make bold moves, to hear your wants, to create the career in which you thrive, Join me. Let's do one-on-one coaching together. The first step is to schedule your free consult with me where we dive into your goals. We talk through what's going on for you and we develop some specific steps to help you forward and talk about what coaching together would look like. So if you're ready to get started, go to believeseed.com slash schedule to schedule your free consult and we can dive in. All right, let's get to today's episode now all about a thriving career. And really that key thing is every one of us can have a thriving career. And in this episode, you'll learn how. What I'm going to do is first I'm going to define what we mean by thriving career. Then I'm going to go into the secondary steps or skills that can help because those are the things that you might be more aware of and that are more tangible and accessible. So I do want to go over those because they do help. And then we're going to close it out by going over the primary five steps to get that thriving career. And the reason I'm breaking this down into a primary and a secondary aspect is because all of these things can help. But really, the key things to do are the primary five steps I want to share with you. Most people do not realize those steps. And what you'll often hear, especially in the career coaching world, is people focusing in on the secondary steps. And those secondary steps are helpful and they do make a difference. And you can go far in your career by doing those steps. But they're secondary because in order to truly, fully embody a career in which you are thriving and the career itself is thriving, you need to do the primary five steps. You need to do those. Don't forget those steps. And so first I'm going to define thriving career. Then I'm going to go into the secondary steps or skills that can help. And then we're going to close it out by going over the primary five steps to get that thriving career. Okay, what does it mean to have a thriving career? Well, I want to break this down. First, I want to define the word thriving. A lot of times in professional development, people talk about success. And I don't want to talk about success. I want to talk about thriving. And here's the difference. Success to me feels like an end game. It feels like this is where you are. This is it. It's the outcome. That's not what we want, though. 
We are here on this earth to grow, to change, to evolve, to continually be expanding beyond ourselves. So we don't want to just get there. We want to continually be growing. That is why I like the word thriving, because this gets to the whole point of it all. Growth, thriving. And so the word thriving, it almost has a movement to it. It's almost like a dance in itself. Think of the word thriving. You're alive, you're living, you're breathing, you're being, you're expanding, you're knowing new things, you're growing, you're breaking beyond the limits you've put upon yourself over and over and over again. That is thriving. That's not success, a single point in time, a pinprick moment in life. No, it's more about the going, the moving, the continual action. That's what thriving is. So that's what we mean by thriving. It's not the same as success. It's beyond success. It's continual movement. Now, what do we mean by career? I am not talking about a job. I'm not talking about a nine to five. I'm talking about life's purpose, really. And I don't say that to be heavy. And we will do a separate podcast episode about purpose. So hang tight. That will be coming up later on in a future episode. But for now... When I'm talking about purpose as a synonym for career, what I'm really getting at is we're not looking for you to just have a job that you go to and then you come home to and it's separate and it's just like this thing you have to do. We don't want you to have a a chore of, of of a life. We don't want you to be having a thriving chore where you feel like you have to go to this thing every day and do this thing and it's like you're dead inside. No. When we say the word career, what we're doing is we're expanding beyond a concept of a job, of a task, and making it about you showing up with purpose. It's not that you know what that specific purpose is, but you're purposefully showing up for you and you're using your career as a means to do that. So a thriving career is a place in which you are expanding and growing and breaking the mold of who you are over and over again to learn and become that newer version of yourself to evolve by using what you do every day as something to react to, as something to grow from, as a circumstance to use to help inspire your own growth and development. That is what a thriving career is, and that is what we're here for. So now, how do we get that? Like I mentioned earlier, there's some secondary ways to get there and some primary steps to take. So first, I'm going to cover the secondary steps because these things are often more accessible to us because they're more talked about. Then I'll get into the primary steps. Okay, the secondary steps. The first thing is skills. You need to have skills. And this is where people often think, okay, What skills do I need to develop? And they go out and they think they need to take all these trainings or courses or certifications or internships or experiences. And yeah, that might help. But really what I tend to find is my clients already have skills. They just don't always know it. So for those of you listening right now, I want you to think about what do you do that just comes natural to you? What is so obvious and simple that you just assume everyone can do it? And let me give you an example here. I am really good at structuring things. I'm just good at putting things together in a way that makes sense. It's something that 
comes natural to me, I've always been good at. And so I've always been able to organize my day pretty well in that way or courses because of that. It's just a natural skill that I've then gone and cultivated. It's something I love to do. And I just assumed everyone could do this. And so I didn't understand why people would be so confused sometimes about how to put things together because it was so obvious to me. And it wasn't until I had some bosses and mentors tell me, hey, you're so good at taking all these different concepts and bringing them together. That's when I started to realize, oh, this is not something everyone can do. This is a unique strength of mine. This is a skill that I have. And then knowing that, I was then able to really dive into it and see how it is so unique to me and the way that I do it. So I want you to think for yourself now, what skills might you have that you don't even acknowledge as skills? What is it you naturally bring? Those skills are there for you now. And we want to identify them because it means not necessarily that you have to go and create a bunch of new skills for yourself and do a bunch more training. No. Capitalize on what you already have. If you want to take more trainings for your own growth, go for it. But don't think it's required to have a thriving career. Acknowledge the skills you already have and just grow in the ones that you're actually wanting to build in. The next secondary thing I want to talk about, direction. People who have thriving careers have a sense of direction. This does not mean they know exactly what they want. And this is what gets people stuck. They think they're supposed to know step-by-step what they're meant to do. And so they ponder and they think and they analyze and they take assessments and they reflect and they try to get this clarity on what they're supposed to do so they can then go do it. That's not what we mean by direction. You don't need to have it all plugged out and all figured out. Instead, you need a general sense of direction. So think about it like this. You need to know a next step to take. You need to know the general way you want to go, left or right. You don't need to know exactly where you're headed. Step by step, detail by detail. You just need to have a general sense of what you're wanting, a general sense of what inspires you. And if you don't feel like you know what that is, coaching can really help with this. This is something I help my clients with. And also just start to ask yourself what you like, what you're good at. What sparks an interest in you? What's been calling to you, but you haven't maybe fully focused on? You've kind of been dismissing maybe even. Start there and that'll give you that sense of direction. The next secondary skill that is quite helpful to have is your unique positioning. People who have thriving careers know their value. They know their worth and they have that sense. And unique positioning is really what you are bringing unique to a company or to a role. And when you know what this is, it helps you to have a thriving career because you're able to capitalize on your uniqueness that you bring. And so a lot of times I find when I'm working with clients, I ask them, okay, what are your skills? Like what's unique to you? They'll tell me things like I'm a great communicator or I'm a problem solver or I'm a team player. And yeah, all those things are great. But there's nothing unique about it. Those are the words we all use. Those are the things most of us would say we have. And so it doesn't do anything to set you apart. It doesn't do anything to have people say, ooh, we really should call on so-and-so for this role because they're so good at it. Because 
it doesn't have anything that is separate from what most people could bring. So what you want to do is you want to get really clear on what is unique to you. Because we each are unique. We each have our own way of doing things. You could be a problem solver and your way of problem solving is very different than the person next to you. We want to get clear on your unique essence. It's what you connected to you bring. It gets back to the skills a little bit, but it has to do with more how you package those skills. It's the marketing. It's how you market yourself in your company. And I'm not just talking about when you want a new role because we need to know how to market ourselves at all times. We're each really our own products when it, at a company. You're an employee, yes, but you're also in yourself the product, what you're bringing to that company. How do you market that? How do you show its value? Because oftentimes it's not even the best product that does the best in the marketplace. It's the one that's the best marketed. So how can you market you in a way that helps you shine, that shows your value? Unique positioning is the way you do that. And this is something I help my clients do. I help them to figure out what their unique flavor is. Now, the next skill I want to talk about is communication. You can know your skills. You can have a direction. And you can even know your unique positioning for it. But if you don't know then how to articulate it, how to communicate it in writing, in your cover letters, in interviews, in team meetings, you're not going to be able to create what you want in your career because no one's going to see it. It's like the best kept secret because you don't know how to share your value, your worth, what you bring. We want you to know how to communicate it. We want you to know how to communicate just in general as well so that when you have a great idea, it doesn't just sit in you. You know how to structure your message in a clear, compelling, concise way that allows people to say, got it, you are inspiring. You have an idea that is worth us pursuing. We want to help you to know how to do that effectively. And now the last skill I want to talk about that's still secondary but important is conveying confidence. And I specifically worded this as conveying confidence because this isn't talking about whether you actually feel confident or not. It's about what you convey. Because when you convey confidence, it creates a grounded energy in the room. And what do I mean by this? Well, all of us want to feel secure. We want to feel safe. It's part of our survival mechanisms as a human. We want to feel secure and safe. So if someone's around you and you are portraying confidence, it lets the other people know that they can rest assured because you've got it. That you're covered. They don't have to try to monitor you. They don't have to try to help you out. Instead, they can put their own guard down and ask you your input. They can put aside their own need to control the situation because they know, or at least they believe they know, they don't know how you actually feel, but they believe you're confident because that's what you're conveying. And when you convey that confidence, they can relax and they can seek your advice and input and take your opinion to heart because you're portraying a sense of ease, a sense that you've got this covered. It lets them not feel like they have to do that for you. And instead, you get to help them access their own sense of calm and come to their own ideas because you are coming in this energy of confidence. 
this is often described as strong leadership or executive presence as well. And so that's what we want for you is to convey confidence. These skills will help you have a thriving career. These are secondary. They are so important, so crucial, and yet they're secondary because when you have these primary steps, what ends up happening, and there are five of them, is you take action, you do these five steps, and by a natural result of that, you end up getting the secondary steps. You end up having confidence be portrayed. You end up having direction. You end up knowing your value and having skills that you can identify and knowing how to communicate it. So those are secondary because they come as a natural response to doing these five primary steps. Okay, so let me cover these five primary steps now. Number one, and these are in order of what to do first because they stack upon each other. The first step to a thriving career. Number one, you have to want to thrive. You have to want it. You have to truly want to thrive. You have to want it more than being comfortable. You have to want it more than feeling safe. You have to want it more than running away from fear. You have to want to thrive to such intensity that you are willing to put yourself out there. You have to want to thrive with such intensity that you are willing to fail. Because when you want to thrive, it means you want to expand. You want to grow. You want to break beyond how you're currently seeing yourself. And what that requires is a willingness to take action and to keep going without having any proof that it will work. You need to have this desire. And this is not something that you can train or educate somebody into having. It's not something that you can motivate someone into desiring. A want to thrive is an individual choice. You can't make somebody want something that they don't want for themselves. And so you need to check in with yourself and say, is this something that truly I want? And if you're not sure, Take a look at your actions. Take a look at where you're at in your life. You maybe have been taking more of a safe road and there's nothing wrong with that. It just has to do with your priorities. What do you want? What matters to you most? And you get to choose your own priorities. And sometimes it feels like we're just going through the motions and life is happening to us. And I'd invite, if that's you, for you to see, okay, Do I want to thrive? And of course, everyone goes, well, duh, who doesn't? But you have to want it more than you want to stay safe and in your comfort zone and stuck where you're at. You have to want it more than easy. And it's not to say that life becomes hard when you try to thrive, but what it is saying is you're continually seeking new adventures. You're continually pushing beyond your own comfort, which does require uncertainty, which does not often feel easy. It's easy in the sense that it's you living, which is what we're here to do. It's truly to live and to evolve and to grow. So it's easy in that sense, but it's not easy in the sense of it's not familiar. You have to want to thrive. 
more than you want to be just comfortable in what you know. So decide if that's what you want. And if you don't want it, that's okay. And know that if you haven't wanted it in the past, you can choose to want it now. This is your choice to make. I cannot make this for you. And you can't make it for anyone around you. You might see so much potential in somebody. But if they don't want to change, then that's just fine. That's where they're at. And just because you can see how somebody could grow doesn't mean that they're meant to grow and doesn't mean that it's better to grow than not to. Some of us have different desires about what matters to us and there's no right way to prioritize here. So I'm not here preaching to say you should want this. I'm here to say check in. Do you want this? And if so, let's make it happen. If so, I'm the coach for you. If so, let's dive in. So that's that first step is a wanting to thrive. Once you have that, we're on to step two. Step two is connecting to yourself. This is important. This is necessary. Once you want to thrive, you're then willing to take action to connect with yourself. And that's our second step. Connecting to yourself, what does this look like? It means that you're willing to let go of the mind's control. Our ego, our mind, it wants to control things. It wants to know what's going on. It wants to have structure and security and safety. And it wants to have an idea always to know what to expect. And if it doesn't know what to expect, it goes into fear mode. But to connect with yourself means to be willing to let go of the ego's control. To let go of the need for the mind to always know what's up. To let go of the rules that you put on yourself. Because when you do this, it means that you're truly willing to hear you, truly able to connect at that soul level. And that's what we talked about earlier when I was sharing the work win about the client who tapped into that intuition. In order for her to do that, she had to let go of the mind, the mind that kept trying to pop in. She had to let go of that. And there's a time for our mind and our soul to work together. But what often happens when it comes to our careers is we shut off our soul side and we just think in terms of strategy and mental aspects of what to do. We need to let that go so that we can reconnect with our soul, feel what we need to feel, And that's another aspect of connecting is being willing to feel what is uncomfortable, being willing to know what you're feeling and let yourself feel it. And this will help you then to be able to hear yourself because you can't hear yourself if you won't let yourself feel because feeling is an emotional cue to ourself of where we're at. We have to process that in order to then hear ourselves. So step two is connecting to yourself. Next up is step three. Once you've connected to yourself, means you're willing to feel and you're willing to hear and you're willing to be spiritual and connecting and soul aligned out of the mind and into the heart, the soul, the body. Now, our third step is to trust in the career. This has to do with letting go of control again because to trust in your career means that you don't have to see how it's possible. You just have to decide that it is. Trust is a choice before you have the factual evidence that it can be. So we want to trust in your career because when you trust in your career, you're willing to believe it exists. 
even though you haven't yet seen it. And what's more, you're willing to see how it's already there. And maybe you just haven't realized it. And I say it like that because people often think a thriving career means they have to go and find a career in which they thrive. And I'm here to say, when you trust in the career and you trust that it's there and it trust that it exists, it means that the career you're already in, the job you're already in, might be just the place for you to thrive, might be a key to a thriving career, might be where you get it all started. You are already in motion of having that thriving career. It's already in process. It's already happening around you. Even if you can't see it and you don't understand why you're where you're at, that's the mind again trying to know, reconnect with the self at that soul level, let go of control and trust the career is there. This also means being willing to believe in something that you can't yet define because you might not know exactly what it is you're wanting next, but you can believe that it's out there and you can also believe that it might be where you're at now. And when you open up to that as a possibility, you start to see your tasks in your current role differently. You start to use them as a chance for you to thrive, for you to grow, for you to be, for you to have an impact. You can have an impact in every single thing you do by the energy you bring to it, by the way you communicate to those around you. Always, you can thrive. And the last piece I want to share around trust in your career is trusting not only that it's there and available and that it might already exist and that you can believe in something you can't yet define, And also trust that you can have it. You. It's not just that there's this career out there you trust exists. You trust that it exists and you can have it. That you might already have it and you just haven't realized it yet. That you are worthy, deserving, good, and can have this career. Trust that aspect as well. Step four. Step four to having a thriving career is to take courageous action. What does courageous action require? Well, it means that you are willing to be uncomfortable. And you're willing to ignore the no-sayers, the critics who say you're being too much of a dreamer or who say you can't have that or say it's supposed to be hard and you're supposed to have to put your time in and that it's going to be awful. You are willing to take action in the sense of believing beyond their limits. When other people tell you it can't be done, All you're hearing is the limits that they put upon themselves. They're projecting them onto you, but it doesn't have to be your story unless you take it on. Don't take it on. Courageous action means in the face of other people saying you can't, in the face of maybe even a part of yourself saying you can't, of your own doubt, you still move forward. You still take action because you're connected to you and you're willing to move through the discomfort and you want it and you know it can happen and you choose to believe that it can without the proof because you trust it is out there and you trust you can have it and so you're taking action from that place it's courageous because it means leaning into the unknown but doing it anyways And sometimes what this action looks like is directionless action. Courageous action doesn't mean you have it all figured out. It's actually the opposite. It often means you are taking steps 
in the dark. You don't have a direction. You're taking directionless action, but from a place of courage, from a place of willing to see if this could be the way forward, from a place of experimenting so that you get to know yourself better and you further connect with who you are and you use it as a place to grow. That's courageous action. That's how we get a thriving career and that's how we live in that thriving career. And the last of these five steps is having a strong resilience. Because when you're taking courageous action, sometimes it's going to work out and sometimes it's going to completely fall flat and it will fail miserably. And so having a strong resilience means that you persevere. You know that it's not always going to turn out the way you want to. And you use that as another sign of how you have your own back. Your resilience becomes your way to trust in you even more because you use each setback as that opportunity to connect with you and say, I have my own back and it's okay. That's what it means to have a strong resilience. You are willing for it to not work out. You're willing to fail and still keep going. You're willing to have others doubt you. You're willing to doubt yourself and you're willing to pick yourself up over and over again through the successes and through the failures. This is how we get a thriving career. These steps will allow you to have a thriving career. And what it all boils down to is the fact that you truly can have a thriving career. And when we know this, it means we can let go of the limits we put upon ourselves and truly see our own potential. Truly see how our career could already maybe even be thriving. Look at how that could already be the case. And if you want help with this, join me. I have one-on-one coaching spots left. Go to believeseed.com slash schedule. Schedule your free consult and we can dive in. Thank you for joining me in today's episode. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And also don't forget to rate and review the podcast. Thanks so much. Have a great one.